Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Manny D. And just give him your bowl of water and he'll be nice enough to give you his bowl of water. Well, that's so nice. If he's, That's so nice. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. I was really hoping you would say, my giant anaconda don't want none unless you're pure of heart, hun. You mean the message you sent me at like 12 o'clock at night yes. last night? Yes, because I saw the movie and I was just like, oh, that's funny. I should send that to Manny D. I can't steal your and jokes, Kieran. He, was, he didn't even know what I was talking about he's like what are you talking about is that a star wars reference because <laughs> <laughs> well, like, remember the star- please don't remind me that there was a giant snake in star wars i'm trying to forget that really hard <laughs> and but that the exact same thing happens right yes like, yes like the snake sees rays pure of heart and, like, oh, alone. it wasn't any better in this movie i'll say that but anyway so manny d and i just saw snake eyes gi joe origins snake eyes and we're here to see how well we did predicting it all the way back two years ago and yeah, we're going to break it down. We're going to give each other some points and we're going to see who is, I want to say who is closer to predicting the movie, but this week it really is going to be a race to see who is further away from the movie because we went in essentially with no information with the exception of one scanty trailer, which I'd argue has zero information in it. It's just people jumping around with swords. Yeah. And then just a huge amount of prior knowledge. Well, I had a huge amount of prior knowledge of the G.I. Joe universe and Snake Eyes' history. Matty D basically went in blind. He was a real blind master going into this one. But yeah, wow, wow. I thought I did pretty decently in this one. I'm sure Matty D felt the same, especially re-watching the what, movie. At I was, the time? Yeah, well, no, after, after watching the movie, I remember thinking like, oh, that was pretty much what I said. Oh, yes. But then listening to the episode, my opinion changed. Yes. Oh, boy. And, and the, given the fact that Matty D went first in his prediction as well, I was just like, oh, oh, oh well, at least I did a better job than Matty D. And then I listened to mine. I was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. you're going to hear all of this. You're going to hear all these details this episode, folks. So, yeah, stick around. Jesus Christ. So, I just want to point out straight away as well that this isn't necessarily a review of Snake Eyes. We're not going to go over the actual plot of the movie beat by beat. Certainly not this episode. Given the fact that we were both so far away from predicting it, yeah, you're not going to hear the actual plot of the movie. So, if you really want to see Snake Eyes and you haven't yet, I'm very surprised because nobody cares about this movie. It is a movie that went absolutely nowhere. I don't think anyone saw it. I think Matty D and I were the only two people in the universe <laughs> who was aware that a G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie was being made and then actually went out and saw it twice mind you we both saw it twice i saw it in the cinema Matty d saw it at home twice yes and yeah so nothing has ever come of this movie this was supposed to be the jumping off point for a whole new gi joe universe and it wasn't until spoiler alert that we're going to spoil something that's currently in cinemas gi joe was dead in the water until literally last week when it's two weeks ago now when uh, transformers rise of the beast came out the sort of mid-credits stinger of that movie is like Oh, the Transformers universe is connected to the G.I. Joe universe. So, the main character in Transformers Rise of the Beast is recruited into the G.I. Joes at the end. So, it might come back. But with, like, Bumblebee on the team now, we're going to have Snake Eyes. We're going to have Henry Golding standing next to Optimus Prime fighting crime. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I I don't know if we'll see Snake Eyes. No, we won't. But uh, we might see uh, the G.I. Joes, I guess. That's what they're going for. Maybe. We're going to see, like, Roadblock. We're going to see Scarlet. (laughs) I wouldn't mind seeing Scarlet come back. That'd be that'd be something. I yeah, she was a it. highlight for you. Maybe <laughs> the actress was at least. But anyway, 
Uh, let's get into talking about it. Matty D, how well do you think Snake Eyes did in the worldwide box office? Oh. So all the money in the world that this movie made when it was in cinemas. Keep in mind that it came out in 2021. We were just talking about Space Jam and New Legacy two weeks ago and how poorly that did in COVID times, even though it was one of the most successful movies to be released in 2021. How well do you think Snake Eyes fared against that? Yeah, I mean, it came at a bad time, right? Yes. So that's that's got to hold it down. Do you want to know the bit. budget as well? No, I'm not going to listen no, to the no, budget. No, no, Matty D, you really want to okay, know the budget. Okay, well, what's the budget? The budget was $100 million. This movie, $100 million. Where? <laughs> well, they actually shot actually, in Japan, yeah, so it, it does look very pretty in yeah. some circumstances. I'm going to guess. It I'm not going to fault the cinematography on this movie at all. Eighty-five million. <laughs> Do you want to try a little lower? A little lower than eighty-five million dollars. Half that. Forty million. The movie made forty million dollars in the box office. Ooh, wow. What a massive failure! <laughs> God. This is one of the biggest failures we've ever covered on this show. $40 million. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't even make half its budget. That's the thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor Snake Eyes. It wasn't pure of heart. It's just sitting in a shed somewhere, shackled to the floor with a bag on its head. Yeah, to this day. there's no sequel for this movie coming. No. Oh, my God. $40 million. On a $100 million budget. That's terrible. If this was a $10 million movie and it made $40 million, I'd be like, well done, Snake Eyes, <laughs> yeah. but no. <laughs> what a kick to the nuts. Oh, man. you got to realize that those other, like, Stephen Sommers produced slash directed movies made, like, millions and millions of dollars, like $200 million in the box office and cost probably equally as much. But, you know, they were expecting that money from this movie. Obviously, oh. it did not happen. Oh. Maybe they needed Stephen Sommers back. To do something, like, really goofy with this. That's something... Well, we'll talk about it at the end. Yeah. I was going to say, that's something that uh, this movie really lacked, like, a goofy side. But, you know, whether, what the movie did right yeah, and wrong... Yeah, serious. We'll get into it. But, yeah, it, it, before we get into that, let's talk about how... <laughs> how well... How, how poorly how we How poorly did. we did predicting it. Can you explain our point system for anybody who may not be familiar? <laughs> yeah, sure. So, we grade our plots on a point-based system. I'm going to grade Kieran's plot. He's yeah. going to grade my plot. If we get anything correct that wasn't in the trailer, yeah, we're, we're going to give ourselves two points. Yeah, well, uh, each other, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Can, I, I think I can dumb this down even further. Okay. So, most of the time, we're going to be giving each other half a point because we were on the right track without being that close. So, we got some of the context right, but then, like, we are pretty much far away. And that's all you need to know. Yeah. So, how many half points are we going to add up to our total score? Well, I, actually, I do want to say that if we see something in the trailer that appears in the movie, that yes. deserves one point. I mean, there yes, are okay. circumstances where that has happened, at yes. least in your plot. I don't know if it happens in mine. Well... <laughs> And then there's this thing like that occasionally happens in the universe where we get two points for calling something that wasn't in any of the promotional material. We just called it out of the blue. But yeah, if that's going to happen, this episode is going to be a real, uh, <laughs> a real challenge. So you went first in that episode. So I think yes, it's only fair I that did. we cover what you said. And you were, you said you felt pretty confident. Like you went into the episode <laughs> being like, I'm feeling pretty confident about this one. And then when we started talking about like the character of Snake Eyes and the universe of G.I. Joe, you were suddenly like, uh -huh. oh, I just realized I have nothing. <laughs> I have no, no grounds to base anything on and I, I'm not confident anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I try to talk myself into being more confident than I actually am. Yeah. And listening back to this episode, I, I, this was a turkey for me. 
How well? I just want to know in advance. How well do you think you did in advance? Like, if you had to throw a number out there, like a figure out there, how well do you think you did just based on listening back to your uh, plot after seeing the movie? I want to listen to your assessment of my prediction, but right. I, I feel like there were some points where I kind of was on the right track, <laughs> and there were some things in the trailer that I kind of shoehorned in. So let's just say this up front: the movie that Manny D described was not the movie we got. No. I, and I don't want to be cocky to say like that I got the movie dead on either because the movie that I described was not the movie we got either. No. But I went in saying like, oh, I just made everything up. Yeah. I, if I was to guess my points, I would say I am sitting at between 15 points to 25. That's Ooh, the range I'm thinking Interesting. Of. All right. <laughs> let's see how if we let's see if we can actually hit I, 15. I, I did talk a lot. So yeah. there's that as well. He talked for so long <laughs> in that original episode. So- you started off by saying that the character of Snake Eyes will have a real name, which is Henry Golding, <laughs> until he finally gets his Snake Eyes moniker at the end of the movie. Now, that's he's called Snake Eyes from childhood. So that's yes. wrong straight off the bat. <laughs> yes. And Henry Golding was the actor's name. And you actually thought the character's name was Henry Golding. That is so dumb. <laughs> like, I cannot believe you actually said that. And looking at the notes, I was like, oh, Henry Golding, that's his name. And I just went for it. What? Where did you even get that from? I don't know. Look at oh, the Oh, it's interesting. I'll Dwayne the-, the Rock Johnson is playing a character called Dwayne Johnson in this, this is movie. An actor I, can't I didn't know it. anything about. So when I saw his name on the cast list, I was like, "Oh, that must be his name." Anyway. Let's not get into the the number of Asian actors that you mixed up <laughs> <laughs> throughout the course of this movie. It was embarrassing. I've got to say, Tommy and uh, Hardmaster, same person in Matty D's plot. Oh my god! Because I watched the trailer back and I was like, "Oh my god!" Matty D thinks that Tommy is Hardmaster. <laughs> So, any time that the Hardmaster appears in your plot, just replace him with Tommy and you're closer to the actual movie. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And next, you said that the movie will start with a cold open, with a van being knocked off the highway by a car, and a team of masked men steal a silver briefcase mm-hmm. from the van and drive off, revealing themselves to be a team <laughs> of dumb thugs. And one of these dumb thugs is Henry. Snake Eyes, of course. Anytime I refer to Henry, of course, I'm referring to the character of Snake Eyes, in case you've seen the movie and you're confused. Uh, these thugs were working for the Baroness, who in turn is working for Cobra slash Cobra. Uh, but these thugs aren't actually members of Cobra. Wow, this is going on for quite a while. Half a point. <laughs> Snake Eyes does actually end up working for the Baroness against his will to retrieve an item for Cobra. Cobra, I'm just going to call it Cobra for ease. And that's as close as you get to that whole... You talk for about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Out of that full 10 minutes, you got like one element slightly right. Yeah. Which is better than nothing, I guess. I have nothing to say to that, so yes. <laughs> it was very descriptive. It was almost exactly the same as a scene in the first G.I. Joe movies, G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Right. It was almost identical to that scene. The fact that you didn't watch that movie hurt you so much because your plot is basically that movie. Oh, okay. So you basically predicted the plot of G.I. <laughs> well, Joe predicted- Rise of Cobra. If you'd seen that movie, you would have known not to do that. I predicted the wrong movie. Yeah. You next said that Tommy appears. So Tommy is Storm Shadow in this movie, but before he becomes Storm Shadow, he is known as Tommy. Mm-hmm. You said that he appears and suddenly there's an action scene where he jumps on top of the thug's car, manages to get into their car and steal the briefcase, and then the car crashes off the road. This this opening is just a series of cars crashing off the road. Yeah, we saw it in the trailer. That's where I'm trying to shoehorn it in. Yeah, there's a similar scene with Tommy jumping around on a car carrier and then, and then fighting with Snake Eyes and Akiko mm-hmm. in traffic with cars. So I gave you half a point because it's not... Not what you described. What happens in the actual movie is not what you described. There's a similar scene in the trailer, which is why I give you half a point. But essentially what you described doesn't happen. Again, what you described happens in the original movie. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that you didn't watch the movie. (laughs) 
So you said that Henry fights against Tommy, but he is bested and the team of thugs are arrested. Something, a favorite thing of your plot. Bad guys are always arrested. Mm -hmm. Unless they, you know, they only kill other bad guys and then the police have no grounds to arrest them. (laughs) This doesn't happen. There's no team of thugs that's working with, uh, with Snake Eyes. You said that a female ninja appears and loads the goons into a truck. Now, this this doesn't happen, so I can't give you any points for that. Nope. This is just complete imagination at this point. I had nothing to go off, <laughs> yeah. Kieran. You said that the ninjas put a hood on Henry's head and then take it off to reveal that he's now in a wealthy manor owned by the Hardmaster. Mm-hmm. Now, this doesn't happen. I don't give you any points for that. <laughs> you also reveal that this manor is completely separate from the Arashikage clan's headquarters, so it's not even the same location. Yeah. This location never appears in the movie. So it can't be the same place, so I'd never give you any points for that. You said that the Hardmaster tells Henry that his nephew Tommy tells him that Henry is a great fighter. So Tommy tells the Hardmaster that Henry is a great fighter. Let's not forget that Henry is Snake Eyes. And they offer him a place in their clan as a way out of a life of crime. Give you half a point because Tommy does want Snake Eyes to join their clan, but the Hardmaster has no say or input in it. The Hardmaster is pretty much a minor character in this movie, but we were playing him up like he was the head of the Arashikage clan. Yeah. <laughs> because he always was traditionally. Yeah. So this character, Sen, who was um, Tommy's grandmother, grandmother yeah. is the actual leader in this movie. She was never like a character in any of the G.I. Joe mm. movies, comic books. And she almost figurines. takes the role of the Hardmaster in our plots, I think. Pretty much. Like, this is who we thought the Hardmaster would be. Yes, pretty much. But watching the trailers back, all of this dialogue is coming from Tommy. Mm-hmm. So, you clearly thought that Tommy was Hardmaster when watching the trailer. Who knows? Who knows? I, I do, because I watched <laughs> the trailer back and I was just like, oh my God, all the dialogue that's coming from Matty D, like he's attributing to the Hardmaster, okay. is coming from Tommy. Yeah. So, you didn't know who Tommy was when watching the trailer. Probably not. You said that Henry, being out of options and is also curious, accepts the offer to be trained in the school. Gave you half a point for that because he does accept the offer to be trained in the ways of the Arashikagi. But uh, Snake Eyes is actually infiltrating the clan in the, the hopes of stealing a jewel for Kenta in the actual movie. Yeah, which is something neither of us It's a very about. long bow, if you ask me, but it's still there. So, yeah, half a point. <laughs> you said that Henry arrives at the ninja school, which you also called the Akishi Oto School <laughs> or the Aresh Kanej Ken- College. I like when you call it a college. <laughs> like he's going to do like a test and get a degree afterwards in ninja ship. <laughs> Uh, with a group of other hopefuls. <laughs> wow, completely different movie here. In fact, it's so similar to Mortal Kombat that I was just like, he's just doing Mortal Kombat again. Uh, I gave you half a point because he does arrive at the Arashikagi clan headquarters to be trained. You know, that's an element you said, but everything else was just complete nonsense, including all the way that you, you pronounced the, the name of the clan. Wow, that was embarrassing. But anyway, we, we covered that in the previous episode. <laughs> You said that we meet the blind master who is a wise sage who trains Henry. Gave you a point for that. Close enough. Yeah, I mean, that's that's his role, That's right? the character, yep. You didn't understand who the hard master was in the trailer or what the actor looked at. Well, <laughs> like, we'll get into that a little I, bit later. I thought the hard master was going to be the leader of the school, which he wasn't. No, no. You said that the hard- Nah. You said that the hard master doesn't train students and okay. is the boss of the clan. Yep. And the work of training the students is left to the blind master. That's completely wrong. <laughs> so, it's Sen. So, Sen, as in Tommy's grandmother, is the leader in the actual movie. Yes. The hard master and the blind master are just people there to train the, the clan, I suppose. They're just uh, masters. So, like I said, in the in the law, the original G.I. Joe law, the hard master and the blind master are in charge of the Arashikage clan. So, I can't really blame you for yeah. getting that wrong because this is all made up for this movie. And I said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you said that Henry is reunited with Akiko and the two become friends. 
gave you a point and a half for that because <laughs> I guess you could say they become friends by the end of the movie, but for the most part, they're rivals. She doesn't trust him. She's just like, I don't know who you no, are, so I don't trust you. With good reason, too. Yes. Yes. Everyone is so right about him, except for Tommy. Like, Snake Eyes is an asshole in yes. this movie. And the only one who realizes it is, uh, like, the two masters, Akiko, uh, Sen. Sen. And then Tommy's well. just like, come on, guys, give this guy a chance. He's my buddy. Even the snakes know. Yeah, even the, the giant anacondas don't want none. So you said that Henry also becomes friends with Tommy. Gave you a point for that because they're, they're pretty much friends straight away in the trailer. Yep. So, yeah, that was obvious. You said that the next portion of the movie becomes Henry being trained in the ninja school. Gave you a point for that. That was pretty much all the information we had in the trailer. We knew that going into the movie. You said that Akiko shows Henry the ropes and Tommy spars with Henry in a friendly way. Gave you half a point because it's the other way around in the actual movie. It's uh, Tommy who shows... Uh, Snake Eyes, the ropes in the, yeah. in the school, and it's a kicker who spars with uh, Snake Eyes as well. In a sort of friendly way? Yeah, well. But yeah. Well, she says, hit me with your sword and I'll tell you whatever. I don't care. <laughs> you said that Henry is put through a lot of physical and philosophical tests by the blind master. I gave you a point for that, pretty much. Thanks. Again, this was in the trailer. You said that Henry's final test is that he has to descend into a cavern and fight, in quotation marks, the beast. <laughs> gave you half a point for that because he has to descend into like this weird underground sort of cavern temple thing they have and stand in front of giant anacondas which we already mentioned who will attack him if he isn't pure of heart and of course they do attack him in the actual movie you said that the beast turns out to be a parrot sorry the beast (laughs) turns out to be a wolf called timber and henry befriends the wolf oh man doesn't appear in the movie at all no again this is something from gi joe comic book law which doesn't actually happen in this movie you said that Henry quickly becomes the Hardmaster's favourite student, and as a result, the Hardmaster starts to treat Tommy like shit, <laughs> and Tommy becomes jealous of Henry. No, that's not the case no. at all. Uh, again, something similar happens in the original movie, but, you know. Well, yeah, my thinking going into it was I knew that Tommy and uh, Snake Eyes, Henry, yeah. needed to have a falling out at some point, so I was like, what could set this up? Yeah. And that's what I thought. So, you're basically Stephen Sommers, is what you're telling me, because <laughs> exactly. you're basically coming up with everything that he came up with for that first movie. You said that Henry's final, final task, let's not forget that he's already had his final task, <laughs> but his final, final task is that he has to fight Tommy, but, they, you know, they fight each other, Tommy wins- but the hard master discovers that Tommy has weighted boots <laughs> in order to win. Like, yep. I just literally just wrote down question marks. I didn't understand that at all. What do you mean? He cheated. He fought with dishonor. <laughs> I don't know. How does weighted boots give you, like, an advantage? Or did he give Henry slash Snake Eyes weighted boots so he's a, bit, a little bit slower? So, weighted boots, when he kicks him, it hurts more? Like, it's like weighted boxing gloves. <laughs> like, he injected, uh, like, liquid nitrogen into his gloves, like, in that. Uh, in that movie there was a movie where like a person injects liquid nitrogen into their boxing gloves so their their boxing gloves are heavier oh okay because you know how liquid nitrogen is not liquid nitrogen that would be weird it would freeze (laughs) Um, mercury they injected mercury into their boxing gloves right I'm just imagining a movie now where someone injects liquid nitrogen into their gloves and like whenever they punch somebody their face freezes it ices up Uh, no I guess just to add some kind of justification here I guess I was thinking like he put, like, a medal into his boots or something, so when he kicks- Oh, he was wearing steel cap boots, so when he kicks him in the nuts, he's like, "Oh!" Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, well, that never happens. It in doesn't the movie. happen anyway, so who cares? But I yeah. was also imagining, like, in Dragon Ball Z, you know how the characters wear weighted clothing? To make themselves so stronger. So when, they, when they're walking around day to day, they're, like, working out without actually working out. Yeah. And then when they go to fight, they, like, take off the weighted clothing. And it's always a cool scene. Like, when they take off their, like, this shirt and throw it on the ground, it's like, <laughs> and cracks. Yes. I was imagining something like that as well. Basically, I was imagining anything better than <laughs> what happened in this movie. <laughs> you said that since uh, he fought with Dishonored, Tommy is banished from the school and we're all sad to see him go. Now, I gave you a point and a half for that as well because Tommy is banished from the school, or well, from the from the clan, I should say, for using that magic jewel that shoots out fire that yes. they just randomly have that was introduced so far into the movie. I was just like, what is this movie now? And the power doesn't make any sense. Like, how does he blow up things that are behind somebody else? He just knows what he wants to blow up. <laughs> okay. He just looks at them and goes like, ha ha. <laughs> Kenta, <laughs> like, up. when he's got the, the jewel, he just, like, thrusts it and then whatever he wants to blow up just blows up. So why does he make the goon come closer to him so he can blow him up at the start? Just for dramatic effects. Okay. <laughs> it was silly. Let's let's move on. You said that the blind master dies of old age. <laughs> He's not even old in the movie. The actor's not even old. I don't know why you didn't know who the blind master was. Let's just let, let's face it. Nope. So even though I told you who the the actor was playing the blind master, you were just sitting there nodding and being like, "Oh yeah, that guy," not knowing who it was, yeah. and just presuming that the blind master was going to be also old. Could could have had some ailments, Kieran. Uh, and you said that we have a tender moment saying goodbye to him. Never happens. Mind you, the, the blind master in the original movie- Are we making movie, fun of people for saying the blind master dies? Uh, in the original movie, the blind master is an old man and uh, he is killed in that original movie. So, oh, okay. eh, again, you're, you're doing- I wish I'd done the thing. I said this before when you when you talked about another movie in the past. Uh, I wish I'd gone back and watched the original movie and gave you points for that movie <laughs> instead and, seen, and saw like if you got more points yes. for the original movie than you did this one. Because so far, what you say, everything that you're saying happened in that original movie. You said that in the middle of the night, Cobra soldiers attacked the school. Gave you a point for that. That was in the trailer. Mm -hmm. You said that our heroes try to fight them off, but they have to escape when they find out that they are outnumbered. In the actual movie, our heroes end up kicking the Cobra soldiers' asses. So the Baroness even teams up with our our heroes and then fights her own people. (laughs) Well, it's actually the Yakuza. It's not Cobra soldiers in the actual movie. It's Kenta's. It's Kenta's Yakuza people. So Kenta is a part of Cobra, but he also is the head of a Yakuza clan. Yeah, he's kind of working with Cobra. That's right. That's right. You said that Tommy has now joined Cobra and he kills the Hardmaster. Again, that happens in the original movie. Gave you half a point because Tommy does join Cobra in the mid-credits scene. So that's as close as you get there. You said that the ninja school will be set on fire. Gave you a point for that. Does happen in the movie, but it was very prominent in the trailer. You said that Akiko and Henry escape, but everyone else is killed. No magic characters die in this movie whatsoever. No. Uh, Kenta, I wouldn't even call a magic character because he was just made up for this movie. Uh, Yeah, no one really dies at the end. No, because they're trying to set up for future movies. That's why. You said that Henry and Akiko lay low in the streets of Tokyo. This never happens. You said that they end up fighting with a team of soldiers who turn out to be G.I. Joes. This never happens in the movie. You said that Scarlet is the leader of this team of Joes and she says that they should work together. Now, Scarlet works alone in this movie, but she does work with our heroes a few times. So, I'm counting that. You said that Scarlet has been working with the Arashikage clan. Gave you two points for that. We didn't know that going into the movie and that's true. So, Scarlet is tied with the uh, Arashikage clan. She's basically their connection to the Joes. So, when things, you know, when Cobra starts to get involved, I know I said I'd call them Cobra, but, you know, I just naturally say Cobra because I'm Australian. So, I'm going to struggle to say it in a different dialect. So, she's their connection. We didn't know that going into the movie. But, yeah, when when Cobra starts to get involved, uh, they call her in in the actual movie because they're like, well, we know that the Joes are the, the team set up to 
combat cobra. So let's call in, you know, the hottest member of the team <laughs> with her uh, crossbow. You said that Tommy gives the silver briefcase that you mentioned from the start of your plot to the Baroness, and inside the briefcase is an ultimate weapon. Again, this is something straight from the original movie. Never happens in this movie. In the original movie, really? Yes. Oh, my God. You said that Tommy is given the name Storm Shadow by Cobra. I gave you half a point for that because he calls himself Storm Shadow when he joins Cobra. I'm only giving you the point for mentioning the name change. So, everything else you said was nonsense. So, you said it was they basically like, anytime you join Cobra, we're going to give you like a name like, you know, Mr. Brown, Mr. Pink, Mr. Blue. <laughs> From Reservoir Dogs. (laughs) You said that the G.I. Joe team attacked the Cobra headquarters to get revenge for, you know, all the people who died and to retrieve the briefcase. This is so far (laughs) from the movie, but it happens in the original movie. Well, I guess if you replace briefcase with jewel. Oh, no, they already have the jewels. Yes. Nothing like this happens in the movie. You said that the attack on the Cobra base goes wrong and the Joes have to retreat. Of course, you know, completely different movie now. Great job including Kenter in your plot, by the way. Yeah, where (laughs) is The villain of the movie. (laughs) You said that Henry stays behind to fight Storm Shadow. Okay, all right, here's the thing. You thought Kenta was Storm Shadow when you were watching the trailer. Did I? Yeah, it's obvious that you thought Kenta was Storm Shadow, and you also thought that Storm Shadow was Hardmaster. (laughs) So you just had no idea when watching that trailer, because like I said, everything that Kenta was doing in the trailer, you said that that was Storm Shadow, and anything that Storm Shadow was doing, you said that was Hardmaster. I I trust you. Um It was ridiculous. I I remember that trailer. I think I watched it once, and I was like, oh, I fucking don't know. Yeah. Me so too. I'm going to just make up something. You said that Henry stays behind to fight with Storm Shadow uh, and, and Shadow Storm. Apparently, there's two ninjas with slightly different names there as a distraction while the rest of the Joes escape via a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Completely different movie at this no point. No helicopter. You said that the helicopter drops off all the Joes and then comes back for Snake Eyes. And then when he gets into the chopper, Storm Shadow jumps into the chopper, plants a bomb, and then jumps out <laughs> just like it spies in disguise. And the helicopter explodes. But Henry survives the crash and wakes up in hospital to find that his vocal cords have been damaged. Oh, man. And he can no longer speak. And as a gift, the Joes give Henry his iconic Snake Eyes ninja suit. And they also give him the name Snake Eyes. Gave you half a point <laughs> What for, for all pitch? of that because Akiko is actually the one who gives Snake Eyes his iconic outfit at the very end of the movie. Okay. And so he gets his outfit. He does. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, and nothing to do with his vocal cords that yeah. happens in the movie at all, even though that's part of the characters. So more. so pretty good plot prediction there, man. Oh, no, we're not finished yet. Oh. It continues for quite a while. <laughs> That would have been a perfect point to finish, but no, you're like, no, there's still like an extra movie after this oh, point. Oh, okay. You talked for so long. <laughs> You said that the Baroness meets up with a buyer for the ultimate weapon briefcase, but then Snake Eyes busts in the meeting like the Terminator and the rest of the Joes follow him in and they kill everybody. This never happens. You said that there'll be a lot of decapitations. There's not a single decapitation in a movie. This is a children's movie, Matty D. There's not going to be decapitations. Let's not forget that G.I. Joe movies are targeted at children. You said that Akiko kills the Baroness with Snake Eyes' help. I was so upset when you said that. You're like, what? The killing of the Baroness? <laughs> That's just like saying, oh, like, oh, Darth Vader is killed in the opening scene of Star Wars. You know, oh, he's not an important character. <laughs> you said that Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow have one final fight. They fight so many times in your movie. They never even touch <laughs> blades in the, in the actual movie. Uh, but Storm Shadow is a pussy and runs away. Uh, that doesn't happen. You said that the movie finally... Ends with Akiko returning to the Arashikage clan and Scarlet welcomes Snake Eyes into the Joes. Two points. That exact thing happens in the movie. You said that Kenta suddenly appears in your plot because you realise you hadn't mentioned (laughs) Kenta. So he suddenly is forced into your plot. And, you know, he appears and, he, and he's talking to Cobra Commander over, like, a uh, yes. uh, a two-way sort of, like, video conference screen. And he tells her, oh, I'm sorry, the Baroness is dead. 
But Cobra Commander's like, I don't care about that. Who's who's that standing behind you? Who's that ninja dressed all in white? Who's that guy? And that's where the movie ends. What a great movie. And of course that never happens in the movie. Well that was that went well. <laughs> Did it now? That went well. That's a pretty solid prediction, I think. A really solid prediction of a movie that wasn't this one. <laughs> G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra, but oh, Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes, it was not Snake Eyes at all. So how did I do, Kieran? So you reckon you get anywhere between 15 and 25 points? In listening to it, I, I maybe got lower, but uh, okay. how'd we go? You got exactly 19 points, which is oh, exactly okay. between 15 and 25 points. Don't be impressed with that's that. Good. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> that's better than I thought I was going to do. Oh, well, it's around about the range where yes, I thought Yes, it's I exactly going. where you thought you were going to be. Yeah, so. So it was just as bad as you <laughs> predicted. Hey, I'm not saying it was good. I'm not saying I was right, but- uh, And I'm not saying I did any better. Yes. And I also just saw what we're doing next week. So can we, can we move on with what I said so we can talk about that instead? <laughs> let's do it. So let's talk about what you got right <laughs> about Snake Eyes. All right. So if we cover all the things I got right, it's going to be a very short list. <laughs> I was very tempted. I just want to say I was very tempted just to say everything you got right and then just ignore everything you got wrong just so it would be a faster conversation. I had, I had the same thought process as well. It would, have been, it would have been a very quick episode if we did that. Yeah. So let me go into it. So you thought the movie was going to start with a cold open and you thought that this would be an action scene. You thought that mm. Snake Eyes would be working with a group of soldiers, including Scarlet and Tommy. So pretty much what you said. <laughs> yeah. But instead of thugs, it's it's like just soldiers. Yeah. And you thought that Snake Eyes and Scarlet would have a sort of flirtation. Mm. Now, I give you half a point because the movie does start with an action scene. How it does start is- It starts a- with a childhood flashback. It starts with a childhood flashback. We should have flashback. known this. I know. We should have known this. So, it starts with Every the Every movie starts with a childhood flashback. It starts with the death of Snake Eyes' dad, his father, yeah. where- Who was know, a Joe, by the way. Who was a Joe. We find that out yeah. later in the movie where a bunch of goons come and kills him and, and sets fire to their house. Yeah. Also, the movie, uh, after this flashback, opens with a- a fight scene where they're doing fish some market, yeah. kind of weird street fight with Mojo Raleigh. It was, um, it's, it's very. I guess we ne- neither of us predicted that, but I give you half a point no. because it was an action scene. Yeah, so, well, thank <laughs> so, you. Uh, you said the soldiers in your plot were tasked at stopping Kenta and the Baroness and a group of uh, Cobra terrorists from carrying mm. out a planned attack. You said that Snake Eyes would not be the skilled soldier we know, but silent assassin either. Yeah. yeah, but still good with a firearm. Yeah. So that deserves half a point because he has some skills, but nothing like he's going to have later on in the movie. That's right. But we see that more in his brawling and his fighting rather than him being like a, an operative or a soldier, like you thought. Snake Eyes doesn't achieve anything in this movie. Like, there's no training that he accomplishes. Like, he, he basically, like, dumbs, he, like, stupids his way through all of the tasks that the Arashikage clan gives him. And, uh, yeah. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, you're Snake Eyes now. I'm like, why? He's not any better than he was at the start of the movie. He, I guess I guess he- He doesn't even have a vow of silence. He doesn't even no. like- I know I'm preempting what you're going to say, but like nothing happens to make him the snake eyes that we know. No. This is just a completely different character. Yeah. And I guess that really hurt us because we looked into who Snake Eyes was, you more yeah. than me. Uh, but a lot of my predictions were based on the character's lore. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, a lot of it never paid off. But anyway- No. That's neither here or there. Anyway, you thought that uh, it, during this scene where the operatives are fighting, Snake Eyes would save Tommy from death. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tommy is in his debt. I'll give you a point there. It doesn't quite happen the way that it should you be thought. two points, really. But yeah, I get what you mean. It yeah, doesn't yeah. quite happen the way. So you what thought I described happen. didn't happen. No, but I I kind of got it because he does save 
Tommy from Kenta in the actual movie, and yes. then Tommy is in his debt. Yes, so. yes, yes. And I think that's something we knew about. That the is movie something going we knew into yeah. it. But you're right; he is in Tommy's debt, or Tommy's, Tommy's in his, his debt, debt more yeah. so. Uh, but it doesn't happen yeah, quite yeah, that yeah. way. Yep. Anyway, you said that Tommy invites Snake Eyes back to the Arashikagi clan, where Tommy. Oh my God! Revealed. Yeah, well done to be the nephew of the Hardmaster. He actually said the name. And <laughs> look at you me! Learnt. Look at me! And the heir to the clan. So I give you. Here we go. Two sets of two points there for saying that he gets invited back to the clan and also that he is the heir to the to you know the head yeah, of the clan yeah. uh, he always was though so like in the law so yeah but you know well in this movie that might not have been the case so yeah fair enough what's his relationship to Senzi's grandmother yeah that's right and Kenta hu- is his uncle cousin a cousin, cousin, a cousin, cousin yeah Kenta is his cousin he's, he's his uncle in my plot yes so you said Snake Eyes agrees to go so that's how this movie in your plot goes in that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said they agree to go buy black cars and are treated like royalty. Uh, not quite royalty. Well, I guess so. But, yeah, uh, what I said exactly happens in the movie. I yeah, said, like, they get they, out of the car d- and everyone bows at them. They do arrive like that. And, of course, Tommy's the leader here. Uh, you said the Hardmaster offers to train him, but it, he says- It'll be the hardest training of his life. Yeah. Uh, two points. I think that and pretty the much blind happens. master offers to train him and says it'll be the blindest training of his life. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay. So you said that Tommy and Snake Eyes swear each other as blood brothers. Give you a point there. That does happen in the movie. Literally happens in the movie as yeah. well. You said we now meet Akiko, who seems like a clumsy trainee. <laughs> no points there because that's not how Akiko is introduced at all. No, no she's very competent. She's very competent. You said that Snake Eyes will have every cliche from every ninja movie for the oh, last boy. 50 years. I should get like 10 points now just I, for saying that. Yeah, I, this movie was literally cliche the movie. Yeah, I say true. That does happen. The only exception would be that Snake Eyes is not forced to fight blindfolded. No. <laughs> the blind master, that doesn't happen. We got pretty close uh, to that happening, though. You thought, yeah, you thought that the hard master, by the way, was going to be like the the fighter and the blind master was going to be more the, the spiritual yeah. side of things. Um, that, that's pretty much true. Sort of. Uh, the blind master is still a trainer yeah, at yeah, the end that's of the right. day. But yeah, I'll give you points for saying that it is a cliche. I like that movie. the blind master has better vision than the hard master. <laughs> like the hard master can't see shit, but the blind master can see everything. <laughs> yes. What the hell's going on there? Yeah. I did actually like that bit, though, so I'm not going <laughs> to complain too much about it. Now, you thought that Snake Eyes would go to an ancient temple and retrieve an ancient artifact. Mm. In the actual movie, he does steal the gem. Sure, this which is, is an not, ancient artifact. This is not his. This is not part of his training, but he does do that. So, I'll give you half a point there. Uh, and also, as well, he does go underground to face the mind-reading snakes, the, the anacondas. The anacondas, yeah. So, like, two things are happening that are- John Voight's just down there. <laughs> <laughs> there are two things that you- Like, there are two things that happen in the movie that are kind of what you said. So, you're kind of on the right track here. Uh, so, it's- Yeah. In the actual movie, he does steal the gem because he's trying to betray the clan and, and help Cobra out because they're- yeah, essentially they're yeah. going to offer to offer to tell him who. I'm these. very good at finding people who kill other people, <laughs> especially if they're part of my organization. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> yes. Now you said that Tommy would give Snake Eyes a katana. That is true. Points mm-hmm. there. You thought that Scarlet would contact Snake Eyes uh, to warn him that Kenta and the Baroness are in Japan. This doesn't happen. Uh, that actually no- happens the other way around. Yeah, it happens. So they the other contact way Scarlet to let her know that Kenta and the Baroness are in Japan. Yeah, yeah. So in reality, Snake Eyes knows what's going on because he's actually in league with the Baroness and yes. Kenta. At well, this not the point. Baroness, just Kenta. Well, yeah, Kenta and through Kenta, the Baroness. Mm. Like there's a there's a point where he meets all three of them as well. Oh, he meets both of them at the same time. All three of them are in, are in the same room. But yeah, in your plot, you thought that Snake Eyes and 
uh, Scarlet would have this relationship, which I don't really no. have in the movie. Now, he said there'd be a motorcycle chase at this point where Tommy and Snake Eyes would be there's pursued. always a motorcycle chase in every action Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. And this movie is no exception because there is a motorcycle chase. Yes. And they're being pursued by a Cobra agent. So, I say that's true. It's something we saw in the trailer, yeah. but I give you a point for it. You said that Snake Eyes lands on a car carrying truck and has yep. an impressive sword fight scene. I say, yes, that did happen. It's yeah. in the trailer, but I give you a point there. You said that Akiko would appear in Ninja Garbs and she would be known as the character of Jinx from this point yeah. on. Now, I'm happy for you to debate me on this, but- at no point is she referenced as this character. She's not name. Jinx at all. She's not Jinx at all? No, no. So, Jinx was a character from the second G.I. Joe movie, G.I. Joe Retaliation. Okay. But Jinx is not a factor in this movie at all. Yeah, because she's a, a ninja in red guard. So, yeah? she is Storm Shadow's sister, I, I believe. In the Yeah, she's, she wears all red. She's Storm Shadow's sister, but she's working with Snake Eyes in that sequel. And maybe that's that was made up for the movie. Right, okay. So, it was stupid of me to presume that because nothing in those two movies really ties into this movie. So, they're not going to have a character that's unique to that franchise in this franchise. Yeah. So, no points there. Uh, you said that Akiko would be the cousin of Tommy. She's not. She's not. She's just the head of security. That's right, right yeah. For the Arashikage clan. That's her thing. You said that Tommy and Snake Eyes would get into a car and escape. So, this is yep. during that fight scene. So, they get does- into a car on the car character yep. and drive it off. This that does, does happen. happen. So, I'll give you two points. There, there you go. we go. you got to savor those two points. Kid. Yeah. Uh, you predicted that there would be a scene where they would flip the car over and they'd also- well, turn be- it around, not flip it over. But like they, they turn it 360 is what I said. Oh, I thought you meant the, the car actually flips. No, 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 no. Because that I- happens in the movie. Yeah, well, I, what I meant was they turn the car around so they're, they're driving backwards so that uh, Snake Eyes can shoot the, the bad guys, yes. which also does happen. Which does happen. So, but I saw it in the trailer. That. And it's in the trailer, exactly. Um, yeah, and they're shooting at Cobra. So, yeah, that does happen. It's in the trailer. So, point there. Now, you thought that- Well, actually, this is technically the Yakuza, but close enough. <laughs> close enough. Close enough. It happens later on in the movie as well. Yeah, yeah. You thought this whole thing would be a distraction so that Cobra agents could make an attack on the temple? It happens at separate points in the movie. Yeah, it happens at separate points. That that scene that you're describing in the movie is more them tracking Snake Eyes than, than a distraction from Cobra. But anyway, yeah. well, you do get on the right track as you well, said. Well, they're tracking that- Kenta, who is smuggling weapons into Japan for Cobra. Yes. And Snake Eyes is working with Kenta and they don't trust Snake Eyes. So, they're trying to track Kenta to see if Snake Eyes is working with them. But then Snake Eyes- Ends up helping them out. Yeah, because, he, uh, he does a 180 flip. and Yeah, uh, yeah. Heel face turn. Yeah. It's nonsense. Now, you did say that Scarlet would be at the temple to hold them off. So, I yeah. give you points there because that does happen. And you said the Baroness would be here as well to yep. cut off Scarlet, which does happen. She's there. She's present. You thought that the ninjas are all caught off guard and killed. And you said that the Blind Master is also killed. So, yeah. he dies in this movie. He does not die. He's He He's lives fine. to be the end of this movie. You said that Kenta fights the Hard Master. But the Hardmaster greets Kenta as his brother. Uh, no, but- no. Um, They're cousins. They are related. They are related, yeah. You said that Kenta kills the Hardmaster after a fight scene, and he and the Baroness blow up the temple. I give you half a point because the temple is in flames. Yeah, and Kenta does fight with the Hardmaster, he just doesn't kill him. Yes, and he also fights with Sen, who sort of takes the place of the Hardmaster. Yeah, that's right. I kind of see Sen as kind of the, the real Hardmaster yeah, that's of this right. movie. Even though she's not the hard master. I, I know that, yeah, yeah. but she kind of takes the place that we yeah, thought yeah, that we thought, yeah. would. So, she's the head of the Arashikage clan. Yes. Yeah. Now, you said that Kenta was both Tommy and Snake Eyes' father. Yes. Yeah, you're what right. Yeah, a yeah. bold prediction, making the two brothers. Yes. yes. This is not the case. You yeah. said that- <laughs> <laughs> Good good on you. Like, why not? Go out on a limb. Yeah. It didn't happen, but, you know, 
It would have been interesting. You thought that Snake Eyes knew this all along, but didn't realize that Tommy is his brother. There's no points here because this isn't happening. You said that Kenta was trying to- re- I also thought that uh, Snake Eyes was going to be Japanese in this movie and not American. <laughs> yes. So, that's that's a large reason behind it as well. Yeah, I thought the whole movie was taking place in Japan. I didn't realize that we were going to have like a Yakuza run section of LA in the movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway, you said that Kenta- He was trying to recruit Snake Eyes for Cobra, and this is sort of true, but in a way, like, it was more he was trying to use Snake Eyes to help Cobra's agenda out. So, I give you half a point for that. He's not trying to recruit him. I mean, he he was trying to recruit him initially, but not for Cobra. That's right. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. At this point, you explain that Snake Eyes was a military name, and we never learn his actual name. Now, it's not a military name. No. It was a name that was given to him or a name that he picked when he Why? was a fighter. So, when he's running around brawling with people- I'm going to call myself the thing that reminds me of when my dad was killed. Yeah. Huh? So, a big thing is that his father died based on a dice roll. I don't know the rules of this particular dice roll or how he well, died. Well, they were loaded dice, so well, they're always going to be Snake Eyes. We knew that they were loaded die afterwards, but yeah, the yeah. Snake Eyes is what kills him. So, he adopts the name Snake Eyes. Why? Doesn't make any sense. Because. And then he becomes like, just like Cole, uh, Cole, what was it? Cole Sprouse? No, that's not right. <laughs> he becomes Cole Sprouse. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes the sweet life of Zack and Cody. No. He, like Cole Young from um, Mortal Kombat, who becomes Pretty like much, a, yeah. a fighter. Yeah. This movie is so similar to Mortal very Kombat. Similar. Very similar. Very <laughs> similar. And then we've got another one in our future that's very similar as well. <laughs> I know, like, I know. Can't wait to talk about that. But yes, so- Aside from being a military name, you are correct that we never know his name. That's right. So, give me a point there. Well, I knew that going in. Yes. Yes. But- Mr. Henry. <laughs> hey. Hey. Anyway, you said Tommy and Snake Eyes would return and be devastated to learn the school is in ruins, the dojo's in ruins. Mm. Tommy blames Snake Eyes and goes after Kenta. I mean, he does go after Kenta. He does eventually yep. blame Snake Eyes. Yes. He sa- you said he tracks Kenta down and there's a fight scene on a rooftop in the rain. This does happen more yep. midway f- through yeah, the movie yeah. than at the end of the movie, but this does happen. Uh, it's also in the trailer. Kenta's in my movie. <laughs> well done. <laughs> uh, way to rub it in. Uh, he- he- this is in the trailers as well. We see them fight on the yeah. rooftops. Yeah, Kenta's uh, in the trailer. Yes, he is. He is. It's not, yeah. And and you are right. This does happen in Tokyo. You did mention that. Yeah. Uh, you said that Kenta lies to Tommy and tells Tommy yeah. that Snake Eyes is his Working son with him. and was sent to infiltrate the school. Yeah. It was actually a mole. I can't believe I got so close to the actual movie in that point. Yeah. But I said, oh, this is a lie. Yeah. So, the fact that it's a lie and, and, and that sort of circumstance, I'll give you half a point for that because you're yeah, on the right track. Enough. Very much on the right track. It turns out that he is- that's true. Infiltrating him. That's true. But it's not a lie that Everything Kenta Everything that I said was actually true. <laughs> Kenta was actually telling the truth. Yes. Except the whole, like, him being his son thing. Yeah. So, Tommy kills Kenta and swears revenge on Snake Eyes. He does go to do this, to be fair. He does yeah. go to kill Kenta and he does it with the jewel that explodes people, but is stopped at the last minute yeah. by Sen. And like, Kenta does die in the movie too. And also, yes, you're right. Kenta escapes and then goes into the anaconda pit and he yeah. gets killed because he's- In a apart. really long drawn out scene. So, you're kind of Wait, on the right track. We saw it coming a mile off. When we saw the anaconda pit and yeah. we saw Snake Eyes looking at the anaconda pit, we're like, oh, you know, Kenta's going to be killed yeah. by the snakes. And it takes like 10 minutes for that to happen. I'm like, just hurry up. Yeah. Just hurry up. I'm going to fast forward. Just hurry up. <laughs> I'm fast forwarding. <laughs> so, so yeah, not quite there, but, you know. Anyway, uh, you said Scarlet convinces Snake Eyes to join the G.I. Joe Force. Give you points there yeah. because that does happen. You said that Snake Eyes takes a vowel of silence until yeah. he fixes things with his brother and the Arashikage clan. 
That would have been cool. No, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Not at all. Why? Why didn't that happen? Because this movie me. was stupid. Beats that's me. Why. Yeah, that's why we were so wrong. Because the movie is stupid. I think that's true, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> now, you say that he puts on his iconic snake eyes mask and gear. Yep. We do see this at the end of the movie, so yep. that deserves points there. We don't see him put it on, but we see it. Yeah, oh. he just walks out wearing it, and then he flies and goes, Shh. Down. Oh, he does wear it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so yeah, points there. Now, you say the Baroness- So, we didn't get a drawn-out scene of him, like, taking off his clothes and then putting on the snake <laughs> up. We, we were spared that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a cut of the movie that has that yeah. in it. But yeah, he does get the gear at the end of the movie. Now, you say that the Baroness brings Tommy to Cobra, and he is now Storm Shadow. He announces that that's his name, and the, the translation, yep. I believe you said, is the Arashi Kagi. That's what it translates yeah, that, to, right? that's still true. That is still true. Uh, you're right. At the end of the movie, he leaves the uh, dojo. He says- Yeah, because he's on a plane. Yeah. Uh, uh, and how- the Baroness walks in and he's just like, oh, what are you doing here, Baroness? <laughs> how it happens in the movie is because he was going to use the jewel to kill somebody and we're not allowed to use it or they're not allowed to use it as yeah. a weapon. He gets, you know, demoted to being the heir of the, the clan. He gets angry at that. Well, he gets demoted from being the heir of the clan. Yeah, and he storms out, literally storm shadows yeah. out. And he says, my name is Storm Shadow from here on out. So, very close to what actually Do you happens. you remember in the, the scene in the movie mm-hmm. where <laughs> there's like a storm coming and Storm Shadow is like looking very serious and Akiko looks at him and he's just like, you've got that look. You're like the shadow that's cast before a storm. And I was just like, (laughs) what are you doing, movie? Yeah. And that's the whole reason he calls himself Storm That's the reason? Yeah. Oh, dear. I was like, yeah, that one time Akiko told me that. I'm going to be Storm Shadow. In that one really lame, heavy-handed scene. (laughs) Now, he said that he swears vengeance on Snake Eyes, which Mm -hmm. he does, to be fair. Yes. Uh, It's more because of his actions- so, in the movie, it's more because of Snake Eyes' actions caused right. him to lose his position That's right. in the clan, something he worked so hard for. He put his name on the line and his honor on the line for Snake Eyes, and Snake Eyes ruined his entire life. Uh, yeah, in Snake your- Eyes is a dick. Yes, he is. In, in the, in your Why pop- is Storm Shadow the bad guy here? Storm Shadow should be the hero we're rooting for. <laughs> yes. Snake Eyes is the one who fucked everything well, up. He's a sympathetic villain, right? <laughs> That's what they're going for. Oh, he sure. just wants to murder a man. We just want to side with this guy whose whole drive is to murder a guy. <laughs> yes. Well, he does spare the guy at the end. Yeah, yeah, well, great. And that turns Woo-hoo. out to be a huge waste of time. At the yes. End. He's like, I'm going to wait to the last possible minute and be like, I'm not going to kill this guy now. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Uh, with that said, how well do you think you did, by the way? Uh, 22 points. How'd you know that? <laughs> I was just counting. That's exactly what you got. <laughs> yes! How did you did you look at my screen here? I did not. Okay. Well, yeah, you got twenty two points. I'm just that good at maths. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. Everyone can be impressed with my maths ninja skills. Well, you were counting as you were going. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So twenty two points. Uh, not your best prediction. But no, not my that best was prediction. Terrible. It was awful. We were pretty much neck and neck there, so we, we both had no idea. Suck. Why? Why does anyone listen to us predict movies? <laughs> we're terrible. Well, we can't predict nonsense. That's the problem. That's something that I'm quickly learning. We can't predict nonsense we try and like predict stuff based on like evidence and fact and <laughs> and prior knowledge and like you know movie you know tropes and cliches but when it comes to flying by the seat of your pants stuff like this movie like we can't predict that yeah bill and ted face the music we can't predict stuff like that <laughs> like we're never going to be able to predict stuff like that so now that you know we've seen how poorly we did predicting the movie <laughs> What did you think, Matty D, of the movie we actually got? Now, let's not forget as well that we were both kind of keen for this movie. We we saw that trailer and we were like, this kind of looks like a badass Yakuza action movie. Yeah. 
But what did you think did, of the movie we saw? It did look like that. Look, it, like in my second time watching it, my first time watching it, I hated it. But I think it's because I was watching a whole bunch of other movies. Yeah. Second time I watched it, I was like, this is fine. I know it's it's always exciting to have a really positive or really negative yeah, opinion yeah. on a movie, but honestly, like, I'm so middle of the road here. Like, it held my attention for enough times. It oh, reminded like me of better movies, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, I was like, yeah, this is okay. Like, I can sit through it. It's not terrible. I'm having a good time. It kind of drew out towards the end. I yeah. was kind of over it's, it. It's, it's over two hours. In fact, it's exactly two hours. And the credits aren't, like, long either. So, the no. credits are only six minutes of the whole movie. So, most of the movie is the movie. And I think it could have been half an hour shorter, to be perfect. Yeah, honest. I agree with you. It should have been a lot shorter and it would have been better for it. Yes. Because, because I was into it up until a point and I was like, okay, yeah. let's wrap this shit up now. Yes. Uh, but, you know, everybody did a good job in this movie. Like, it was- the, the plot was really It was completely competent. And easy to follow. And- uh, Can I just dive in here and say that I feel it. exactly the same as you? <laughs> okay. I was just like, this movie is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just competent. And that's the problem with the movie is it's so average that it's boring. <laughs> yeah. Like, we've seen so many better movies on this show. We've seen so many better action movies that, like, an action scene will happen. And you're like, oh, I could see myself enjoying this if I was a child and never had seen an action film before. Yeah. Like, if this was Baby's first action movie, which, by the way, this movie is totally designed to be, like, a kid's action movie. So, I think it's completely competent in that regard. But, like, there's nothing fresh in this movie. There's nothing new. I think the most exciting scene for me in the movie is when they're, they're in, the, like, the cab of a truck. And there's a whole bunch of Yakuza stabbing samurai swords <laughs> into the cab of the truck to, and to the point where the truck is just literally covered with samurai swords. <laughs> and they, they weren't hit except for, like, Snake Eyes, who gets, like, a tiny little, like, cut on his side. Also, can I say- That was, like, the most exciting scene in the movie. But aside from that, I was just like, oh, I've seen this done better. Yeah. Also, something that really confused me is the movie sets itself up to be really grounded in reality. We meet, yes. we meet Snake Eyes. He's, like, a, a bruised up fighter that's getting, the, you know, the shit beaten out of him. Yeah. He gets so his like, head okay, slanted. It's concrete. You know, so this is grounded in reality. And all of yeah. a sudden, the blind master goes, follow this light. And there's a magic orb that, like, yes. floats away. And it's like- there's magic in this universe it's now? in that moment when I realized that this movie just went to shit, basically. Right. Like, it just became nonsense. And when you really sit down and look at the plot of this movie, it makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> like, you can watch it and be like, oh, yeah, this movie is fine. But then when you think about the plot, like, you're not supposed to think about the plot as you watch the movie. It's just supposed to be like, oh, here comes another action scene. Oh, here comes another action scene. But when you break down what they're talking about and then what's actually happening in the movie, like, this is all just complete fucking nonsense. And it's so obvious that Snake Eyes is up to no good. He's literally yes. getting in a motorcycle stealing a motorcycle and driving off into the city every night and yes. doesn't anybody ask questions they've like got Kiko security does. cameras everywhere of course she does yeah but what's everyone else doing they're like where is he going oh, well they just love snake eyes so much <laughs> that it's like he couldn't possibly be up to no good he's probably just going off to a soap land <laughs> he's he's uh he's you know doing like a fast food run for everybody yeah <laughs> maybe he comes back with mcdonald's for everybody and everyone's like oh that's what i got snake eyes what a good guy <laughs> That's probably it. But then, like, we're introduced to, like, giant anacondas and, like, a, and a magic gem that shoots fire out. And we're just like, this is not the movie that we were sold at the start. Yeah. And it's not even, like, something that's really common in G.I. Joe either. Like, G.I. Joe is probably best known for, like, over-the-top technology and, and military sort of, like, action, but not magic and mysticism. That's not G.I. Joe at all. So, neither of us, like- predicted that because that's just silly yes so I, I really enjoyed that we're both on the same page of this movie i think this movie is just so average that it's just like so 
this is why it's so forgettable. It's so forgettable because we've seen better movies, we've seen better action movies, we've seen the same plot done a million yeah. times before. Well, I listened to our best and worst of 2021. We never mentioned this movie no. at all, uh, or, or even on our forgettable lists. Exactly. And I don't know if that's because it was that forgettable. Or- we just forgot about it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, it probably wasn't like we it wasn't probably didn't bad. think it was forgettable enough yeah. to say it was one of the most forgettable if, movies. If there was a list of most average movies, it would probably be yes. on there because it's not bad. It's not good. It's not forgettable. I was sitting there and I was like, this cinematography is pretty good. Yeah. The action is pretty good. They put but, effort in, but just the movie is so mediocre and kind of lame that like, eh, eh. Yeah. Can't say I hated it. Can't say I loved it. That's such a like uh, like a, a boring assessment I of this know. movie, but like that's the movie. The it's, movie is uh, just boring. It's, it's just it's plain toast. Exactly. exactly. I mean, I like plain toast every now and again, sure. but I'd like something on my toast as well. Yes, please, or just something <laughs> other than toast. <laughs> and we got another movie just like this to discuss in the future. Let's not forget. So yeah. this is part of our trilogy <laughs> of the exact same plot. So we already talked about Mortal Kombat. And I I hate to say it, but I think that Mortal Kombat may even be slightly better than this movie, even though I fucking hated Mortal Kombat. I thought Mortal Kombat was fun, so I think it's better than this movie too. Yeah, I think Mortal Kombat has more going for it than this, but Mortal Kombat is way less competent than this movie. If Mortal Kombat... If if you combine the two movies, it would have been a great movie. (laughs) Let's just say that. But I, I probably can't say the same for the third movie in this trilogy that's coming up. This trilogy of the same plot. That's Snake Eyes. That's Snake Eyes. So we're done talking about Snake Eyes. We don't ever have to worry about it again because there's never going to be a sequel. I don't know if we're ever going to get like a Transformers G.I. Joe movie in the future. (laughs) Hopefully not. I'm crossing my fingers real hard because we didn't even bother covering Transformers Rise of the Beast. You should be thanking me, Matty D. That would have been a terrible one to predict. Yes, because I'm like, that's going nowhere. No one's going to see that stupid movie. No one cares about the Transformers franchise in 2023. And I'm so glad we didn't cover it. Frankly, we didn't have time. We would have covered it if we had time. But um, I was just like, we got to take priorities. We're going to do really important stuff like The Flash instead. <laughs> hey, that's that's a big movie at the moment. Yeah, we'll see. It'll last a weekend. But anyway, <laughs> so now that we've finished talking about G.I. Joe Origins uh, Snake Eyes, oh, God. we can completely cast it from our mountain and it can go back into obscurity. <laughs> Yes. But Let's forget about this terrible, terrible. I'm not even going to ask the audience what they thought of the movie because I can guarantee you none of the none of our listeners have seen or care about this movie at all. <laughs> yeah. But let us know your thoughts. Maybe regardless. there's one. Yeah, if you're the one person who's seen this movie and you have an opinion on it, if you just if it, beyond like it was fine, <laughs> Feel free to let us know. Hunt us down where we, in our usual places. PotentialSpoilersPod at gmail.com. Otherwise, the other places. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Let's wrap it up for another week because I think this conversation has dragged out way too long. Like, I don't want to be... I don't want you don't want to be snake eyes. I don't want it to be the same length as the movie because it does not deserve that at all. <laughs> does not deserve this level of uh, recognition. We could have skipped this episode and I don't think anyone would have been upset. <laughs> we could have had a day off. Yeah, exactly. Imagine that. But let's discuss what we're going to be predicting the plot of next week. Yes. Matty D, are you excited? I think so. If it's what I'm thinking, I think so. What are we covering? dun 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 Yes. Da, 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 da. We're going into the world of Indiana Jones. We're actually predicting an Indiana Jones movie on this podcast. <laughs> we've never right. talked Indiana Jones on this podcast. Yeah. So, And we're going to be talking about the final ever Indiana Jones movie and Harrison Ford's final movie. This is a big one. Yeah. Now, I've got to say, I just want to point this out straight off the bat, and we're going to have a big conversation about this next week because I think it's really important to say... I was very excited for this movie. I was super hyped for this movie. We've got the director of Logan replacing Steven Spielberg, and I really liked the movie Logan, that X-Men movie. And, you know, he's done some pretty good stuff. And when I heard that he was coming in to replace Steven Spielberg, I'm like, he's going to do a great job. And then the reviews for the movie have come out. 
Worse than Crystal Skull is what And I've people heard. are saying that it's worse than Crystal Skull. So I was just like, oh. <laughs> I was so dis- like, I was do- so disheartened that like my hype for this movie just like completely crashed to zero to the point where I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll see it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I'm not excited for oh. it. So I've completely tempered my expectations for this movie. But this was going to be like my movie of the year. This was like the one thing, like my one shining light for this year. Oh, no. And now it's been ruined. So you have nothing. <laughs> so I have nothing this year. I'm nothing I'm looking forward to at all this year. Oh, no movie. So sad. But yeah, we're going to talk all about this next week. We're going to have to temper our expectations, come in with a fresh mindset and have a, like a, a proper adult conversation about Indiana Jones and a proper adult prediction that's sensible and not ridiculous. Yeah, and we're doing that together as well. And we're teaming up to do it together because, yeah, we're going to be busy next week. We are. So uh, we have we're no We're traveling time. around all over the place, yeah, that's me right. and Kieran. Yeah, we're going on a road trip together. We are. <laughs> So we're gonna have to be talking about like we're gonna have to come up with our plot as we're like traveling around. I think we'll I think we'll talk it out in the car ride. Yeah, that's, that's a right. Good idea. That's a good way to kill a few hours. And then once we finish our road trip, usually like you'd go home, you'd crash, you'd have a meal. But no, we're gonna have to come straight back from a road trip and and record straight away. Well, I was thinking we could do it from the hotel. There's no way Imagine I'm lugging that. the equipment to the hotel <laughs> and doing this show in a we'll hotel. We'll do like an old school uh, show on the road on the phone. Yeah. No way. The, the Indiana Jones does not deserve that. Yeah, fair. But yeah, please join us next week when we're going to be talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. But until then, always be pure of heart. The time has come for the Cobra to rise up and reveal himself. You will call me Commander. Snake eyes!